Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is our friend Garrett. Hi, hey, Garrett. everyone. Thank you for joining us. We are here to talk about the new Halloween movie, Halloween Ends. Yeah, so this starts off in 2019. So it's a year after Halloween and Halloween Kills. And the whole intro to this movie is a young man named Corey who is babysitting a little boy and uh, something really bad happens. And then we flash flash forward to Halloween 2022, or at least October of 2022. And Corey has become sort of a pariah in Haddonfield. And Laurie Strode is living in a house she bought uh, with her granddaughter. And Lori seems to actually be doing okay. Um, she's writing her memoirs. She's <laughs> trying to move on with her life. Um, but, I don't know, a dark cloud forms over <laughs> her and her granddaughter and Haddonfield in general. And, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's difficult to escape the evil uh, that seems to permeate Haddonfield. Um, so, that's your sort of general teaser for this film. Uh, Garrett, what did you think? So I have, I'm not sure how we're supposed to judge this film. Are we just supposed to say Halloween ends, this movie, what do we think? Or, you know, so I guess it's a trilogy, even though there's technically four since it's the original Halloween. Are we judging this as like one of three? Because as a trilogy, like th- this is terrible. Uh, each movie is, it's more of an anthology than a trilogy. Uh, you take Laurie Strode over these three movies. She's three different characters. In each of these movies, they are not the same people. However, this movie individually, I actually enjoyed. Uh, it was an interesting story, kind of a a new take on a franchise, and uh, it took a while to get the kills moving, but it didn't have what I felt was some of the more meanness in the kills as mm-hmm. Halloween Kills had, and. Uh, the one thing that I didn't like is they keep repeating the same gags. Like you stab the person, they stick to the wall. Uh, it's like every Halloween movie now they're just kind of repeating the same gags. But anyway, uh, I re- I felt really engaged in the story, and it actually it not that jump scares got me, but it surprised me a few times. Like these slasher movies have a very you know oh, and especially Halloween movies. I, yeah, I, I did not expect the story to go this way. And when it started going one direction, it made a turn and I, and it kept me engaged. And yeah, I actually enjoyed like I enjoyed watching this single movie. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of the original Halloween, of course. I'm not so much a fan of any of the sequels. And this latest trilogy, um, in my mind, hasn't been that great, particularly the last film, which I thought was just dreadful. But this one may be my favorite of the three recent films. Um, and I, and I do like it because you're right. Laurie Strode is a different character in each movie. I like her best in this movie. This is the Laurie Strode I would have expected after uh, in the, the 2018 Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. This feels like the Laurie Strode who might have, you know, had that traumatic experience at 17 and, you know, grown up traumatized by it, but, you know, overcome in, in, in some way. And here she is, she's strong, and she's writing her memoirs, as, she, as you say. Um, but she's relatable, and she, it, it just seems more grounded than 
um, in the previous two movies. So I like that. And, and you're also right. Halloween movies, all these slasher movies are usually very predictable. And this one takes a different direction. And I wasn't sure about it at, f- at first, but I kind of found myself getting wrapped up in it. And, um, you know, there are some new characters and they're pretty interesting. And I, I liked that aspect. Now, I don't know that it was ultimately all that successful. It kind of, I don't know, by the end, kind of whimpered for me and wasn't um, all that great. But I, I give it points for for trying something new. So, yeah, my, my praise for this movie is that it's better than the last one. And um, well, maybe, that's not much of a compliment. That's not much of a compliment, but it's quite a bit better than, than the previous film. So... I would agree with that. Uh, this is my favorite of the new trilogy um, by far. Um, I can get into the reasons here in a bit. Um, it's interesting. So, listener, you will hear later on this month uh, when we do our 13 Days of Halloween, we will uh, be talking about one of the Halloween sequels. And in that episode, I kind of go on this riff where I'm like, I think Halloween franchise is done. I don't know what else more they can do with it. You know, you know, put it to bed. Now that I've seen this movie, I'm like, oh, so they did do something a little different. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I think this is one of the best sequels they've done. Now that's a little bit of a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, above resurrection. <laughs> oh, yeah, above resurrection. But um, you know, Halloween has been kind of all over the map in the past. I mean. They did things like, you know, Halloween 3, they just completely tried to turn it into an anthology thing, and it didn't really work, um, at least within the context of the Halloween universe. Uh, Halloween uh, 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, they tried to go into this whole, like, druid ritual weird thing. They did introduce the world to Paul Rudd, though. There. <laughs> True. But, you know, that didn't work. Um, this, they're doing something different, uh, as, you know, Garrett, you, you mentioned. And, and I think, for the most part, it does work. It's interesting, you know, so David Gordon Green um, has been at the helm of all three of these new movies. You know, he's co-written them with uh, uh, Danny McBride. And... David Gordon Green, you know, he, I think one of his early films was like George Washington, which is a million miles from this stuff. Um, he also did, you know, Pineapple Express. He's done a, a few different things and he's actually a really good filmmaker. But to be perfectly honest, I haven't thought I've seen much of that in the Halloween 2018 and then Halloween Kills. Um, I thought I saw that here. I thought like, I'm watching a Halloween movie, but it's actually made by somebody like really good, like that knows what they're doing. Now, again, this movie was to me very uneven. Um, there were parts of it where I'm like, this is really clicking. I mean, this is, this is good, you know? Uh, and then there were other parts of it where I was kind of laughing and I don't think I was supposed to be. Um, and then there were other parts where I was cringing because I was like, oh, they're doing this. That's just not good. Um, so it was kind of all over the map, but ultimately I liked it. Yeah. So I think, uh, just kind of my, my biggest hang up is it, I mean, it's almost like we're, 
watching the the Star Wars sequel trilogy <laughs> where they're just kind of seeing what happens and like, well, then we'll just figure it out from there. Because in the first two, you know, there were some storylines that I thought were pretty good. I actually liked the first one the best. I thought it had a lot of nostalgia and charm to it. Um, and the uh, these last two have been kind of a lot more violent and a lot less charming. But, um, the, yeah, but there were some storylines like, uh, you know, the the kind of douchey boyfriend from the first two, he had a bit of a redemption arc. I thought Judy Greer, they're really building her up until they kill her off at the end of Home <laughs> Kills. And, uh, so, it, it, but with that, that's kind of why I think this trilogy feels so choppy is there isn't like one story arc that goes through because they could have done this whole Laurie Strode is now a militant type, but no, that now she, and, She's the Laurie show that we remember that we like. Uh, so, yeah, it really feels like they just didn't have a very clear... I bet you they just didn't feel the first Halloween was going to be that successful. And then it was like, well, now we got two more coming. And they, they threw it all together. And it almost kind of makes you think, like, just take Halloween 2018 and then Halloween ends. Like, that could just be a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we didn't need Halloween kills for any of this, so uh, yeah. that that is completely unnecessary to any store except for all the dead characters. Now, that, <laughs> where do they go? But uh, yeah, because it, it, it just kind of highlights just how bad that movie was. It's really irrelevant to what actually happened. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the uh, the Star Wars trilogy because I was going to talk about that, the sequel trilogy, because. You know, I specifically mentioned how these three Halloween films have been done by Danny McBride and David Gordon Green because it's the same people at the helm for these three films. But it does feel disjointed and not terribly well connected like the Star Wars sequels. Um, I mean, you had like, you know, okay, so let's compare Force Awakens to Halloween 2018. Those movies, I think, were fairly well received. People were excited. Oh, my gosh, you know, Star Wars is back. Or, oh, my gosh, Michael Myers is back. Yay, you know. Then you get to The Last Jedi and Halloween Kills, and it, like, divides the fandom. And I felt like, you know, for, for whatever reasons, uh, both of those, those second films in, the, in each franchise kind of I took, felt, took the wind out of the sails for a lot of folks for these franchises. And so then you kind of, it's like, okay, we're limping into the third movie in these trilogies. And this is, I think, a better film than Rise of Skywalker. However, like Rise of Skywalker, this just feels like, okay, well, we're just going to go in this direction. and Somehow Palpatine has returned. Uh, This is, you know, whatever. So, yeah. But I do think this one, kind of like you said at the the offset, Garrett, does it view it on its own? I mean, this film is pretty pretty good. I mean, again, tonally it has some issues. But it's pretty good. Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, is, is is really good in this. And I think, I mean, the star of this movie, I mean, literally, not, uh, is is Rowan Campbell as Corey Cunningham. Um, and I mean, I mean, I'm going to be real with you. Like, <laughs> if you haven't watched this yet, and you're going to go in knowing this is Corey Campbell's movie, the character. I mean, this is not really Laurie Strode's film. It's not her granddaughter's film. It's it's Corey Cunningham's movie. Um, yeah, so for better or worse. 
Well, I agree with both of you that the trilogy, such as it is, is very disjointed and definitely feels like they did not have a plan when they started for, you know, a three movie arc. It just kind of was made up as it went along. Um, but again, I appreciated this one more than the other two. And I, uh, appreciated as Garrett mentioned, the, this film is less brutal. I mean, it's still more violent than, you know, the original film, of course, but, um, and there are some pretty gnarly scenes that I had to hide my eyes during, but, uh, um, but I appreciate it. It was not the ugly, brutal film that the, the previous one was. Um, but, and I agree with you, Matt, sometimes I was laughing at it and I don't know that I was supposed to. There's some really bad dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some really bad dialogue and some bad, like, psychological mumbo jumbo as she's writing her memoirs she's dropping hot fire poetry in those in those <laughs> memoirs i lean over you at one point i'm like i didn't think people talk like this. right you know. yeah it, it's 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 weak there um but you know again overall I, I i liked that it seemed to have kind of like the first movie in this new trilogy it had some callbacks to the original film that i appreciated i mean there's some scenes that are basically just a redo of the original film and, uh, yes, the the pumpkin she shot is the same pumpkin her and Tommy carved. Oh, that yeah. was what I noticed. Not the same pumpkin. <laughs> the, the, same be, design. the same, same design. design. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that pumpkin's probably rotted by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There are some scenes that are basically just redone, and then some dialogue that's lifted from the original film is used here. Um, I appreciated all that, if you're a big fan of the first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some of the characters in this movie are, are interesting and memorable. Um there's a radio disc jockey who looks like he just stepped out of the 1970s. <laughs> um, that was interesting. One thing I liked about the original Halloween, and I don't think I don't, any of the sequels have captured this, but I love just the Halloween, the original movie, kind of just drops you in on this small town in Illinois, uh, you know, Haddonfield. And... I don't know. I love that. I love it when I watch a movie. And sometimes, particularly 80s horror movies are good at this. They give you a sense of place. It's like, I, you know, whatever the pros and cons of the movie itself, sometimes they're really, it can be really good at, you know, dropping, you feel like you're just being dropped in on a real town and people and, you know, kind of getting a days in the life of, so to speak. I felt that with this movie. I mean, this movie, I felt like you see more of Haddonfield than you ever had before. And it feels like this lived in place. It's, it feels real. Um, and I, and I, and I quite like that. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it, the movie is certainly, certainly not without its faults. Um, and I will say that, and, and then we're not doing spoilers. All I'm going to say is, Toward the very end of this movie, they get into, they regurgitate one of my least favorite aspects of Halloween Kills. Um, and it, I, that's one of, that's the part I was referencing earlier where I just cringed. <laughs> um, like, oh my God, they're doing this. And it, it, it dropped a point or two in my estimation when they did that. But other than that, you know, I, I give this movie props for, for trying to be different. Any final thoughts, Garrett? No, I, I agree, guys. It's a, a standalone uh, good movie. You want to get into the Halloween mood. This is a good experience. Uh, it's not for someone who 
only likes the original movie, but if you want a original horror movie, go see this one. What would you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid six and a half. Interesting. That's what I'm going to give it as well. How about you, Ashley? Um, I'm going to give it a six and a half. And I wanted to mention, too, that I really liked the title sequence. The music was really powerful, and I love the pumpkins. Yeah. The more pumpkins they put in it, the better. <laughs> so this is a um, six and a half from us. It is on the tomato meter. Uh, currently, I mean, this is opening night, but it has 87 reviews from critics and a rotten 45% score, meaning 45% of critics don't like it. Uh, and then uh, there's an audience score uh, of 59%. So, uh, you know, it's early days. We'll see how this goes. We'll it's, see. It's going to go down. I know. You think it's going to go down? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, just to be per- Oh, something we didn't even mention. Um, do not go into this movie expecting Michael Myers a lot. You know, Michael Myers <laughs> is not in this movie a lot. In fact, I looked at my watch. He doesn't show up until 40 minutes in. So you have been, you have been warned. Um, all right. So it's a six and a half from us. That is Halloween Kills. Garrett, thank you for joining. I'm oh, sorry. Halloween Ends. <laughs> it's not Halloween Ends. Thank you for joining us, Garrett. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.